A special thank you to our sponsor this month, 108 Meditate. We have loved sharing about their curated meditation boxes. And this is just uh, one more reminder that if you want to join in on the fun of having a curated meditation box sent your way, make sure you sign up for the next month's box before the previous month is over. If you want to take part in April's box called Welcoming Wealth, make sure you sign up for the end of March. And don't forget to use our coupon code RETREAT, all in capital letters, so that you can get 10% off of your subscription, whether it's for one month or six months or 12 months, whatever. And I think sometimes if they have leftover boxes from the month before, you can add those on as well. Welcome Welcome to to the Mama Mama Retreat, a relatable motherhood podcast where we join you in a journey of stepping into your highest self. I'm your host, Brittany Miller. And I'm your host, Caitlin Clough. We're best friends in the thick of motherhood together. We're here to bring you a mini retreat from the daily grind. Hang in there, sister. You've got this. Welcome back to the Mama Retreat. I'm Katie. And I'm Brittany. And we're mom best friends. Mom best friends. And And we're hanging out. Hanging out in the thick of motherhood together. Bringing you another episode to help you find a small retreat and break in your motherhood and to have lovely mom chats. So what are we chatting about, Britt? Today we're chatting about soul contracts. Soul contracts. (laughs) (laughs) That's like one of those moments where I'm like, I wish people could have watched you do that. Okay, what is a soul contract, Caitlin? So this is a phrase that I hadn't heard before. Until our retreat. Until our retreat. I've heard of the concept and idea, but I liked the wordage of soul contract. Yes. But basically, to my understanding, a soul contract is something that is a contract between two souls. (laughs) Perfect. Or maybe multiple souls. The end. All right, quit. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> Have a great night. <laughs> That's all, folks. Okay, just kidding. But an agreement between two people about a specific thing, like maybe a relationship that you wanted to have, whether that be a friendship or our children have soul contracts with us. Yeah. Or maybe a soul contract is something like a lesson that you would like to learn yes. in this lifetime. And basically... A soul contract is based on the idea... I think if you, like, Google it... I We just Googled it. Okay. We, like, think. We just Googled it. And Google says that it's kind of based on the idea that, like, there's m- multiple lives. Like, living multiple lives. Which I don't jive with personally. But I do jive with the understanding that my soul is an eternal thing. My spirit is an eternal thing and lived before I came to earth and will continue to live after I am, after my body is deceased from this planet. So (laughs) basically the idea that before I came to earth, I may or may not have made some contracts with other souls, with other people. Yeah. So at the retreat, we were talking about soul contracts and I was just like... I think me and Brittany have a soul contract. Oh, someone even said that, too. They were like, Caitlin and Brittany had a soul contract to be BFFs. Yeah. And actually, I've never thought about that before, which maybe that maybe I, like, feel guilty about that. But I loved that idea. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we did. Yes, we did. I just think we have the type of relationship that is too, like, it all has worked out just too perfectly to just be an accident. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like it was supposed to be this way. So therefore it has worked out the way that it has. I think so. No, I agree. Plus, I don't think I could be next door neighbors with you at three different houses. (laughs) (laughs) Unless my soul knew I needed you. Oh my gosh. I think our husbands have soul contracts too, though. Oh yeah. Because they're the ones that like did... That made us be friends. Which I mean, is fine. I couldn't just be next door neighbors with anybody, but obviously, I love being next door neighbors with you. Yeah, I love being next door neighbors with you. Oh, great. But one of the ideas about soul contracts that we found interesting at the retreat was the idea that someone, like the idea that maybe you made a soul contract with somebody in this in the life before this to teach you a lesson by hurting you emotionally, physically, whatever, to teach you a lesson. And I was just like, my mind was blown. I was like, okay, it makes sense, but also what? Excuse me? Yeah. That sounds horrible, but also makes sense at the same time, because I feel like we're here to learn life lessons, but still. Yeah. What helps me understand that is understanding that we understood a bigger picture before this life. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, when you're in it, it's a little bit hard to be like, why would I ever ask somebody... Or agree with something like this happening to me. Exactly. But I like this little quote um, on this. From the internet. From the internet. It says, soul contracts aren't all soft, fluffy, and filled with joy, though. Who challenges you the most? Who makes you angrier, creates doubt? Who broke your heart? If it gives you the opportunity for expansion, reflection, growth, greater understanding, and becoming a better version of you, it's a soul contract. Just as those relationships in your life that bring you support, love, safety, comfort, trust are also soul contracts. And isn't that literally the definition of children? <laughs> <laughs> like you all, hurt me every yes, day. Every single day. And we always talk about like our kids are just a mirror to ourselves and things that trigger us about our children are literally things that we need to heal in, them, in ourselves. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But... Wouldn't it make sense then that we would make a soul contract with our children and that's who we would bring into this world? Yeah. Because they're the ones that are going to teach us the most and help us love the most. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, perfect, wonderful, great. But also, why? (laughs) (laughs) I like the word contract as well. Because when, when you think about a contract... We, th- we talk about contracts a lot because of our husband's business. business. So when they make a contract with a salesman... In the contract, it says you will do X, Y, Z, and in return, you will get X, Y, Z. And if you break your end of the deal, like you don't get what we promised you. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of having a and it well and it usually the contract usually is going to benefit both people who are in the contract. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like a sucking the life out of one person. Yeah. It's so. like if you do really good sales, you're going to make really good money. Right. And my business will grow and your financial situation will be better. Yeah. And so thinking about a soul contract in that way, it's like, if you do this, I'm going to benefit this way. And it's for the greater good. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Does that make sense? No, it does. It does. It does. So, who else do you think that you have made a soul contract with? <laughs> I know, right? If if this idea was like, okay, so we'll pretend the idea is true. And I mean, maybe it really is. Who knows? But it's an interesting thought to think. Who do you think you've made a soul contract with? Besides me. Besides Britt. Um, obviously. And your children. I know. My children and my spouse. 
And then if we think we made them with our children, then we probably made them with our parents. Yeah, probably how. So I think a lot of the people in your inner circle, you probably have some kind of soul contracts with. Yeah. There is a specific person whose name I will not mention, whose name I will not say, (laughs) but who actually really hurt me. At first, I was just like, why did I have to learn this lesson this way? Mm -hmm. But that experience is what really converted me to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And because of that experience, like, I knew that Jesus was real. Mm-hmm. And that the atonement was real. I love that. And so while I'm not a fan of the way that I learned a lesson, um, it's what really has set me up with my relationship with God. Yeah. So maybe I made a soul contract with that person. Yeah. And why did I do that? I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. But I guess if you're thinking about soul contracts and the fact that, like, yeah, this person maybe hurt you, but it kind of helps you to view humanity and just those around you as, like, people who are worth something and worthwhile. And then you can see them in, like, with the eyes that God sees them. Yeah. And so it's easier for you to have compassion maybe later down the road. It's not always have easy to have compassion in the moment, especially when something negative is happening to you. But in hindsight, you can look back and go, I'm grateful, and you can view that person as a child of God and understand that it just probably was part of God's plan in the end. It's kind of like that, our very first episode, or not our first episode, but one of our first episodes, I'm pretty sure I was hosting it, but it was just talking about how faith, having some kind of faith is something that can give you a bigger perspective. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, we can just have faith that... We do go through things in this life for a purpose. Yeah. And there is, like, you know, there is a forest through all of the big trees. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, there is a path that leads to the other side. You just got to take one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And even though it's hard to see, like you said, it's hard to see the forest through the trees. It's hard to see the bigger perspective. But as you trust your gut, as you follow your instincts, follow your intuition, you'll be able to see the bigger picture somewhere down the road. Hope is a really strong and important emotion and feeling. So I feel like that gives me hope that, like, everything is going to be okay. That we go through hard things for a reason. Like, it's for our benefit. Yeah. It's to help us be our best selves. Like... This article also says, um, if your soul would like to better understand the concept of acceptance in its many forms, you will have contracts with other soul slash people who help you experience acceptance in shadows and in light, meaning feeling accepted and unaccepted. Mm. You will experience acceptance from many people and in many ways, also circling back to you and letting you choose to learn and level up. The lessons may take one lifetime or multiple lifetimes to complete our master. <laughs> Maybe we could take that last sentence out. <laughs> But I, yeah, I or just... leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> like a cat. I have nine lives to learn my lessons. But yeah, so I'm like, oh, that's interesting to think about. The lessons that we learn, sometimes we learn more about acceptance after being unaccepted. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Yeah. So yeah, um, we would love to know in the comments if if you could have a soul contract with someone, who do you think it would be? Yeah. <laughs> who who have you made a... a a, a pact. A pre-mortal pact with. <laughs> That's got some good alliteration. Pre-mortal pact. A soul contract or a pre-mortal pact. 
Um, yeah, who have you made a soul contract with? Yeah, um, we want to know. I'm I'm actually super curious what people might say. Yeah. Yeah, just have faith, trust. And pixie and, dust. <laughs> and keep hanging in there. And you got this. Thank you for listening to the Mama Retreat podcast. If you have a friend or family member that needs this message, please share. Join the discussion on Instagram at the.mama.retreat. We can't wait to hear from you.